consistent self-improvement, everybody. You are tuned in to American Gypsy Podcast. I'm your host, Gypsy, and I'm joined by my co-host. Classic. And we have a special guest today by the name of Mikey Yamada. Yamada. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> um, before we get started, I guess I want to give uh, thanks to our anchor supporters uh, supporting the podcast, uh, Estega Neto Edros. Um, hope I said your name right. Thank you for the support. And if you want to know more about how you can support the podcast, go to anchor FM slash American Gypsy. So, um, Mikey, tell us about your, a little bit about yourself and uh, what you have going on. Um, well, I'm Mikey Omari. I'm an artist out of uh, L.A., grew up in L.A., born, ra- born in Addis, grew up in L.A., west side of L.A. Um, I'm an artist slash YouTuber slash entrepreneur. Yeah, like and a so lot could, of people yeah, in L.A. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you so, have to yeah. do multiple things. I do, uh, yeah. How long have you been in the U.S.? Like about um, half my life, so like 16 years. Okay. 15, 16 years. Okay. More. I think more than half of my life. It's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. with me. Yeah. You said you grew up in Addis Ababa? I grew up in I grew up in Addis, but you know, my dad used to we used to travel a lot back then. You know, my dad used to work for the embassy, so we just uh I seen like different countries growing up like Libya and like okay. Egypt, some random places. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. So uh, tell us a little bit about your um, new music that's coming out. Um, well, I, j- I just dropped uh, a collab EP with uh, one of my boys, uh, Bel Air, based out in Atlanta. Uh, we recorded that about a year and a half ago. Um, it was like it was recorded in a car. It was okay. at a moment where uh, you know me and him were like financially struggling, so we kind of just met up. Just did uh, like a four or five song EP in the car. Got it done, mixed, mastered it. It's out. It's out <laughs> right now. It's called Unstoppable. You, um, so you recorded it in the car? Usually I record in my car right now too. So like well. what do you use when you're recording in the car? Um, I just go with my laptop and mic. And I just know how to mix and master my own voice. So it just became a habit. And I kind of like the comfort and like the compression of the car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard somebody right. do that. That's <laughs> actually no different from the closet. Right. No, but it's the, the quality thing. is yeah. good too, though. Right. Like you can't, you know. I've heard your music, so it's like it's pretty impressive yeah. for it to be recorded. I, in the I mean, it's, I just been finessed a lot, you know. Coming up, uh, we used to, you know, Ned was here. I guess mm-hmm. he. We used to record at his house, and then it w- we was never satisfied with the sound, so we Same started here. right. I think as an artist, you can never be satisfied. Uh, so we started paying people, and you know, just going to these like Hollywood studios and stuff like that. So we always used to get finesse with the time where they tell us like, oh, no, 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 get this right, get this right. And by the time mm-hmm. we get it done, it's like three, four hours in. I told myself, you know what, I'm going to just do it by myself. And then uh, I started doing that, um, the car thing on my first album. In 2016, um, I just cranked them out in the whip, and it worked. That's Ever so. since then, it was just like, I'm going to just do it myself because I, I know my voice. Where were you getting your productions? Productions from, um, I had a producer that was, uh, 
sending me beats. But most of them, majority of them on YouTube, I just buy them. Yeah. Okay. So who are some of the um, your influences? Uh, uh, early on, it was, uh, well, mainly Tupac, uh, Jay-Z, um, from the old school, like, all the, like, DMX, Nas. Definitely. Right. Well, new, new school, just, uh, you know, Drake. Why do you think um, artists have a problem a lot of times or are not satisfied with the mixes that they get back usually? Because I've, I've had the same issues. Right. Why is that? It's just a comparison thing where you uh, listen to another song that's like somebody that's signed or whatever, and you listen to that song, and then you... Uh, Sorry about that noise. <laughs> I didn't cl- close the window. We are in downtown LA, so we forgot to close the window. So, for those listening, we do live in downtown LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sirens happen all the time here. (laughs) Oh yeah, but you're saying it's more of a comparison. Yeah, when you when you compare a song, uh, say you you pull up like I don't know a Big Sean song, and then you hear like the tip top quality, and then you see how it's done. Like you you know the production, you know how you did it. Say I did it in the car. Because I would never feel like, oh, if it was done in the studio, it would have been better. Yeah. That's why I always feel like, oh, mine is not like that. But right now, I don't. I don't even. I'm like, yo, mine is as good as that. I just have that confidence now. Okay. What program do you use to record? Uh, <laughs> Surprisingly, like GarageBand. Yeah. But wow. I take it out of there, and I mix it on Logic, and then I master it again. Like, I kind of tweak it around. You know, that's dope. Oh yeah, trust me. Right. I, it's a it's a process to it. Even when we first started, I was using um, it was like Audio Studio Seven. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. yeah, and I just kind of I was we didn't know even when I started this two thousand. I can't say when I started, but when I bought a computer and started using the the program and everything. Right. I'm in Mississippi. You know, when no YouTube saying wow. what's going on, it's just figure it out. Right. You know, so that's kind of basically how we figured out, you know, certain things. And then mixing and mastering was a struggle. We've always had a different sound. And even now, mm-hmm. I could listen to, like you said, I could listen to TI production. And it's like, that's a, it's a fat production. Right. I, you know, I'm, how can I get something close to that? And I understand it's just a different channels from what they, how they're processing the right. music, you know. But um, it's that it's a similar thing to where I'm pleased with how I sound. I, I get it to sound how I like it in right. here. It's only until you compare it to somebody else mm-hmm. as to where you feel like ah, it's not good enough. And of course, you want the general public to listen to it too. I know it's even right now. I'm still having a problem. Some of my stuff is is too high, but as far too loud. But I also know that I'm not really studying my mixing and mastering probably like you right. studying mixing right. and mastering right. that's when that when not how i was explaining it as far as me as a musician yeah. i know i'm a i'm good at what i do but i i know i'm more in the, in i've been in the business side of it more mentally mm-hmm. and had to play all positions so i'm at a point right now where i do still want to learn how to mix and master my own music right. so i can get it to make you know the sound that I wanted to I, sound. I think it's amazing. I heard a, a couple of records before it went live. It's, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I'm grateful. But it's that, know, it's that satisfaction. You can never get that satisfaction because I used to play songs for people 
that are just fans. And I'm like, yo, check this out. And then they would listen to it. And I know the airs, the light, light airs that you know. And then you're like, what do you think about this part? And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's the creative, if the, the creativeness that they respect. And that's just kind of, I don't use auto-tunes. I don't have auto-tunes okay, at all. Okay, okay. You know, a lot of people, they probably be like, no, you're not supposed to put nothing out without auto-tunes on. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck that, I don't use auto-tunes. Yeah. And I'm singing or whatever. I just, right. And I learned that certain artists don't use it. And you're surprised, or, you know, I found myself listening to an artist, not just a huge fan of how talented the artist is necessarily. Right. right. And then to come and find out they use effects, but not auto tunes. And I see music as, of course, vibration, spiritual, mm-hmm. a lot of different things. After certain things are added, I feel like it loses a certain type of spiritual power. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with like auto tunes and stuff, certain things like that. Frequency. All of it is in the same package. Right. Do you, you use auto tunes? I use auto tune when I sing. I don't. My voice is very raspy, so I, I can don't understand that. Yeah. I, that that's yeah. that's what it's for. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I can sing. Trust you know, me, and you I don't want to hear I'm, me like sing with this voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. The same with Kanye. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, but we understand that. Right. But for me, is there's a there's a a, a magical thing with. I guess with my music, even I street perform. I don't know if you. you yeah, know. I, I I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different wow. vibration than what you got here, what you are here here. Mm-hmm. And you once you see it, you'll be like, wow, that is a complete different. I I play cover songs and stuff down there. I only sample and do covers here. Wow, I've been thinking about doing a Christmas album. Wow, but as far as yeah, I'm not I'm not big on sampling. A lot of stuff is original. Well, most of my stuff is original. Mm-hmm. And I'm just starting to tickle around into old melodies, but not necessarily samples. Like the uh, one of the recent tracks I did, mess around with the, um, um, is it Ray Charles? Hit the road, Jack. Yeah, yeah. And don't you come? Yeah. I kind of played around with that yeah. around the hook. Uh huh. But so you want everything to be like organic, just your own thoughts and ideas. I can't say I want it to be. That's just how I'm used to it. That's okay. how I've been. Because I could still listen to some samples and be like, yo, that shit is dope. Right, Crit right. is killer with the samples. Mm-hmm. I respect the samples, even, you know, of course, with Kanye. But do I see myself sitting down, chopping up a sample? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Okay. You know, I've always kind of been on the creative side of wow. it. You know, yeah. That's amazing. He doesn't even listen to other people's music really that not, much, not just so he doesn't get influenced by yeah. you know. He's an artist. I listen artist to other <laughs> people, right? That's I listen. Yeah. To, I'm, I'm not listening to you know to everybody. Oh, this is the new artist. I'm gonna go listen to their music and make myself like it, or I'm gonna go make myself like right. something. Because nah, sometimes when you it. listen to a lot of music, you pick it up subconsciously. Oh, it definitely bleeds. And then and then you might say it, and you're like, wait, it sounds like someone. You yeah. know what I mean? And production definitely bleeds because we're inspired, you know, from I'm, you'll definitely hear everybody that I was inspired by. Right. But it's still, you know, me. Uh-huh. You know, it's not necessarily, okay, you definitely took this whole vibe or this whole melody and just built off that melody. No, nah, I'll build my foundation. And if I felt like, oh, I could hear this little melody right. on top of that from uh-huh. this, then maybe I'll play around with it from there. But. I'm not going to just go and be like, all right, I'm going to take this whole melody. And Actually, I've d- I actually did it with um, the last recent song. Okay. Um, Girl, Hurry Up. And that was from a classical 
melody. Okay. But the average person, actually a lot of classical people probably wouldn't even, wouldn't even catch know it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's just, the, it's used, it's certain chords that's used over and over again. And you really have to just know the melody to catch it. Wow. I but, like those subtle samples where you, nobody knows where it came from, but yeah, you know. well, it's, they wouldn't even qualify <laughs> it as a sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's yeah. when you, I guess, can recreate it like that. Yeah. Wow. But the creative process is different for everybody, yeah. and hats off for the mixing. Right. Even in recording in the car, you use the eyeball or you just straight mic straight recording? Straight mic with, yeah. the, with the little circle filter. Because all on. of the padding mm-hmm. and everything in, I'm man, in that, the car. It like all makes sense. Yeah, you know, so. 3 a.m., just in the car by myself, uh, yeah. parking lot, just going crazy. So, like, Edward. Yeah. Like how Edward could say that hunger. Yeah. It's almost like a similar thing. Like, I can make myself record. I ain't made a beat since, like, beginning of this year wow. yeah i just started recording a song a couple of couple of um, maybe about a week or two ago yeah but i'll have i've i've had those changes in life mm-hmm. to where you know i'm noticing it and the creativity always build up yeah i could sit down or at least once that time come yeah when it when it is sit down and go in yeah it's, exactly it just flows out yeah. It, yeah, yeah it comes in producing on the motif that's what I started with, maybe 2000, 2002. Started messing around with it, 2001, 2002. Yeah. And basically, it's not like a beat machine. That's what or, like Ryan Leslie does. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 exactly. It's amazing. But it's a certain, I got used to basically so many sounds. So actually, after you use so many sounds in there, right. you basically, you know, Everything sounds the same to a certain degree. Wow. So I didn't graduate to uh, the beat machine when the industry graduated to the beat machine. And I also didn't get into software producing and stuff like that. when, And that was around Atlanta. That's when I guess I dove into photography and a lot of that stuff. Okay. Was never really just hip-hop, hip-hop. Always dope, but not just quite hip-hop, hip-hop. Mm. So... I got plenty of styles. I stopped playing. I, I started playing the cello when I was five. Stopped playing the cello for about seven years when I moved to Atlanta. That's when we first met. Oh, yeah, man. So the whole music thing was, it's just been like this. You've probably been, when did you start doing music? I started, um, well, it started off as poetry when I was a kid. Okay. So um, I think I was like in second grade when uh, I an English class. Hey, hey, girl, back check home. this out. Check no, this it's out. not even, I didn't even write it. It was a book. Yeah. That's how, that's how I, I'll lead it on to it. Like, um, I read this book, poetry book for homework, and I liked the the, the rhyme scheme of, of the poetry, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And I started writing poetry. Some cheesy shit, right? And then, and then, you know, I kind of heard, like, rap music, because we used to get rap music kind of late back home in Africa. Growing up, because yeah. yeah. album come out ninety six, we get a two thousand. That's how it works. You know yeah. what I mean? So I came across this Snoop Dogg album. My older brother was playing. I think it was the first album. <laughs> that one. Yeah, that's. I was like, yo, I remember running in the living room telling him, yo, what the fuck was that? And he's like, yo, this is blah blah. And then 
I just been addicted since. And then um, <laughs> I used to like try to listen to the song. I mean, I knew English, but not that much. But I used to listen to the song and write it out. I'm like, what are they saying? But it was way off. Right. <laughs> that's, that's how kind of that. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I used to write in high school. Never kind of took it serious until um, we in college when Neb, me and him split a, a $300, uh, $150 each, bought a mic, set it together, started doing songs as a joke. And then it just became like. Yeah. a habit and i was like wow this is amazing because when i started doing it i that feeling that i got i've never felt anything like that in my life so oh that's it's how. a crazy it's a weird feeling man. yeah it is a weird yeah. feeling for us it went from that that dope to or at least that addictive to make the business side out of it right to we, we separating to you know yeah, everybody is is doing what they do now. Yeah, because in high school we used to do it as a joke. Oh my, my MySpace was around, I remember, <laughs> and then we used to do wow. it as a joke. Just come up with songs, put it on uh, MySpace and all that. It was literally a joke to us. Because yeah. back then, you know, education wise, your parents want you to like, yo, go to school, graduate. Yeah. So we just never took it serious. I had a cousin that rapped. Um, we went. We moved from. The city, Jackson, Mississippi, where I was raised, moved to Oxford at a um, relative pass. So my mom decided to move to Oxford my 12th grade year, and I had a cousin that was in Oxford that passed. He passed when I was in college, but he rapped. Right. Um, and he's the one, that, one of the first ones that kind of heard some of my instrumentals just from them, something I had from um, when I was in performing arts school. Right. And basically, that's what pushed me into producer the knowledge of a producer. And then after I got to college, um, cats heard me, you know, making beats in the, in the, in the room on the little $200 keyboard. Wow. And that's when I got the knowledge of Kanye and what a producer was. I was pre-vet. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. On an orchestra scholarship, <laughs> but I still wanted to do pre-vet. Mm -hmm. Didn't really start writing and stuff until, yeah, 2001, 2002 college-wise. Wow. But, it went from writing hooks to not really having a voice to sing to writing my own raps to writing my own whole song, singing the hook, rap the rap the song, rap the you know the um, hook, and kind of so grew. You from didn't there. grow up from like singing. No, kind of. No, it kind of it wow. came along with with. Yeah. What? Oh, he said he yeah. that's crazy. Learned from everybody else. That's yeah, crazy. Indie Irie and because it's a muscle, yeah. you know. That's why they go to vocal oh, coaches that, and things like see, that. I didn't know. You know, you oh, can yeah. practice. Yeah, your singing gonna get I better. Thought, I thought you just uh, no. kind of like get same one. here. Yeah. And apparently, that's why they have people that like yeah. work with your voice and you know over time work you up. So it's like a muscle, better. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. muscle. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> That's you'll, amazing. You'll, you'll see. Yours will get stronger. Yeah. The more you. Because I, I, I hear the notes more. I support myself with like auto tune. Yeah. I, I like, you know, but. It'll still get better though. Okay. Yep, it's yeah. still going to get, get better. I have a partner. Shout out to um, Dirt YD over in Atlanta. Yeah. His voice and got better. His singing <laughs> I got better over the over the, the years. Yeah. I Yeah. Especially if you mix yourself and you master yourself, you kind of figure out how to tweak your own sound. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. That that's how did you learn how to mix? Mix it. Like what um, resources did you use? Uh, 
just being on Logic, just being like frustrated with people yeah. coming out the studio and they send me the same thing I did when I was even not doing any, like when I was just recording at home, mm-hmm. it sound like the same quality, if not worse. And I'm like, I paid you this much money to give me uh, the same product, if not bad. And you start you start to question yourself, like, damn, am I that good? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'll just do it by myself." Because I remember, I remember. Uh, it's a funny story. Like, I kind of just put up my first kind of official mixtape or whatever back then, uh, where I kind of put a song, put some songs together, and then we drove to San Diego to deliver it to some guy to master it and mix it, and then we paid three hundred dollars. I'll never forget. It was my last $300. I think one of my homies split yeah. it with me. It was weird. Yeah, we yeah, drove there, and then it was a guy we met him, and then he gave, we gave it to him, and then a day later, he sent it back, and then it was like, yo, you didn't do shit. That's wow. when the, the frustration came, you know, and I said, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm going to do it in the whip by myself. I don't care. I'll get it right, and I... Yeah, Yeah, that's been one of the most frustrating things, even with him. It's like, we'll send it off to a a mix, you know, somebody to mix a master, and we trust, but it's either they just turn it up, and that's it. Like, and he he did a lot of cello stuff, Uh and people don't know how to mix that, or you know, his style of cello playing. There's a lead cello, and they'll like turn it down. It was just like it sounded. You got to understand. A lot better when he just, you know. Made it sound pleasing yeah, to the ear from what I what I did. Did a quick mix. So I can say now, as things balance out, I'll get back to the, my mixing. Right. To perfect how I, because, you know, I've, yeah, I've definitely put out stuff that I've mixed myself. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah. If I, I mean, it's it good enough to me when I sound, like when I hear it in a big speaker, it's, it sounds good. Appreciate it. You know it. what I mean? I know it could sound better though. Oh yeah, always, always. I know it could sound oh, better. That's always so. the thing with you, right? And but it's the, it's like I know I don't have certain plugins, right? You know, I ha- it's a lot of shit that I know I don't have that's just basic, and it's it's not really that you know it's just really getting to a point music wise because reality of you can make a certain amount of money doing music. For right. me personally, I moved here. I drove Uber for about a year and a half, and then I started street performing. Mm. From street performing, I got to learn more about human behavior than necessarily, you know, about getting an opportunity. It's really become more about, all right, let me see what all I can learn to a certain degree out here. Because even for what I do, I'm pretty good at what I do. The money part was going to be there. I figured out, all right, look, you're going to have your good days, you're going to have your bad days. Just work on your skill then or just you know enjoy it out here figure out why you out here Mm -hmm. to a certain degree so i realize i can take some gigs from out there people gonna offer me some bullshit gigs right (laughs) artists are gonna walk up to me and gonna feel like yo dude you play an instrument you should do whatever i want you to do Mm -hmm. you should whatever i yo you want to go to the studio i'm like nah i own a studio wow and it's more you know, learning human behavior. Right. So, and that kind of goes in the same bucket with you pay somebody to mix a master and they just don't. Yeah, the internet yeah. is going to finesse you regardless. There's always somebody that has like a, a, a mediocre, like below average skill that's always going to feel like I can make money from the internet and just say, oh, um, 
I do this for fi- you, Fiverr. You guys heard of Fiverr, right? Yeah. yeah. So they could say, oh, uh, I could mix your album for 50 bucks. And he gets a bunch of, a bunch of them. So you've used like people online, like mixers that you've never met? Yeah, we, try, we tried everything. Okay. We tried, <laughs> like with the whole team, we tried everything. Didn't work. So I was like, I seen, um, I, I kind of came across this Nipsey video. Like this was way back when he was like in, getting interviewed in a double XL. And he was like, yo, if y'all can't do it, I could do it myself, move over. It was a video of him like saying, talking to the engineer like that. And yeah. I was like, it, it just, the light bulb just went off. And I was like, I could do this shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so many finessers gift, on, online, yeah. yeah. It's definitely a gift to have the ambition to do it because even right. right now with the pandemic, you have signed artists that can't do shit for themselves. Right, right. And that's like, phew. come on, man, it's 2020. Right. <laughs> Most of their revenue was off tour. So the tour stopped, then what? But even recording for themselves, they can't even they can't go to the studio. They, they don't have an in-house recording studio. Which they could do. They just don't do it. It's just a sad part, yeah. you know what I mean? That ambition. Yeah. yeah so they don't have it. You got to have the hunger for, for it, too. Right. Yeah. So L.A., man, how has L.A. been to you? L.A.'s, I grew up here, so I understand, like, the whole the whole thing. So I know, like, people come to L.A. <laughs> and they crumble. I've seen it. Y'all notice that, y'all. He said he understands the whole thing. You know, the, that's, like, you got to know that it's a thing. It is. L.A. is a thing. <laughs> I've seen, it's you know, living. it's fake. I mean, you, you, you meet up with people, say, let's do this. You don't do it. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll check in with you. Y'all don't check in with each other. I seen people move out here trying to be artists, actors, uh, trying to do their own thing, fashion, all that. They crumble, go back to their mama. I seen it all, so yeah. I've always uh, I learn. I, like, what I do is I learn from people. I seen people's mistakes and try not to do them. Mm. Always. I seen a bunch of them. Yeah, trust me, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, we have too. Yeah, but yeah. me being here, I'm not. I'm not. Um, what do, you, what do you call it? Like fantasized by like, yo, I'm in Adelaide. Like, I've been here. Like, okay. Right. And is this you the first you place you moved to? In, yeah, in like US? straight off, straight okay. off, fresh off the boat. Boom, here. That's awesome. LA. So it's like <laughs> Beverly Hills. I seen it all. I went to school here. I went to the beach growing up, Santa Monica. What was your first job? My first job was, uh, 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 I was a parking attendant. <laughs> oh, my God. So typical. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, no, I, I, I did it for a month. I'll never forget. I did it for a month where they placed me um, five floors down, basement, Westwood. And uh, it was so hot. There's no fan. They caught me sleeping, and they said, yo, you can't sleep. And I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I quit. I quit after a month. It was a summer job. Was it hard right. when you first moved to the U.S.? Um, I moved with my family, so, you know, my dad was working, so. Uh, I just meant, like, adjusting to, like. Oh, definitely. To the lifestyle, oh, you know. Oh, definitely. It was, it was. I had an accent when I came here, so it was a little hard. And same. I don't it was the same thing. Like, when I first came here, I knew English. Because mm-hmm. I went to a private school and back home. What? Uh, school. Yeah, like some in Indians. It's called okay. Indian school. So Indians Same taught us. Here, yeah. You went there? I I went to Indian community and Indian. I went to national. So I went to national first. And oh wow! Like, See, went all to my family passed through there. Okay, so English wasn't hard because that's how we was Same, taught. Yeah, but our English wasn't correct like Americans. Yeah, right. It was the Indians that taught us? No disrespect to Indians, you know. But uh, 
when I came here, I was trying to, I used to pay attention to how people speak. Mm-hmm. And I used to go and practice it in the mirror. Like <laughs> word for word. Like say, for example, I'm talking to you and then you say some words and I didn't know how to say it. I used to write it down, go home and practice it like 30 times in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, so, yeah, you're committed. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of beat myself always when it comes to like anything challenging. I'm like, Yo, I'm going to figure it out. I'm yeah. a figure out guy, yeah. So it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I went back to hear what my accent sounded like back then. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That's how me and Neb connected in middle school when I first came. That's the first person I met. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. And the first word he said to me was, "Are you an immigrant?" I'll never forget. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Some of the places around L.A. as far as, I guess, travel-wise or tourist-wise, from the beach to the desert to the mountains, mm-hmm. for people that haven't traveled to L.A., how would you describe just the the lifestyle of having, not just the people, but just the geographics and the nature of L.A.? I mean, it's every you can do anything here, right? You could go to the beach. The beach is amazing. You go to Hollywood. Hollywood is not as big as you think it is because even us coming from Africa, we thought Hollywood was like this gigantic area. But it's just a little strip. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of people think downtown L.A. is huge. Yeah, because they, you know, through like uh, sports or whatever, when Lakers are playing, they show you the downtown, the aerial view, and then you're like, wow, if you're not from here. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like when you see it, it's, it's really not. It's always, it's never been like how you think of it, yeah. anything in life. So, I mean, if you want to do like hiking, it's it's fun. It's fun stuff you could do. Have you yeah. done all of that stuff? Yeah, of course. Okay. Growing well, up. Some people haven't, you know, some people have been out here their whole <laughs> life. Yeah. I haven't, like, to be honest with you, I haven't been to the beach in like a year and a half now. Oh, wow. Can I was you just swim? about to ask. I can swim, yeah. I, can, I can't float. I can swim. It's, just, it's weird. What? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lifeguard. Yeah. That, that doesn't <laughs> that make me, sense because yeah. you didn't yeah. have to try it. It's but yeah, happens. I can't uh, just sit in water and just <laughs> go like that. Body, I can swim though. Yeah, your body just sink. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, and that's kind of me too. It's like <laughs> I just can't you get you it got to some sit weight, there. That's yeah. how you, you know, people do it, sit there and know. float on the top yeah. of the water, and it's like, man, I just you just gotta let your body go. It's like, yo. I was actually gonna it's ask you what's your favorite beach because it's different for people that are locals uh-huh. um, versus people who you know are. New I like. To I I don't know why people hate on Venice Beach because it's very mm-hmm. like active. And very like um, festive, diverse, diverse too. Yeah. <laughs> creative, creative. Yeah. Um, I like Santa Monica. That's more like family. Yeah. yeah. Malibu's to surf. Um, Manhattan beaches to play volleyball. <laughs> you know, it's it's all like her all says have, to drink late nights. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Venice. I say Venice Beach. What's your like favorite thing about? California in general, but LA as well. Um, well, it's home to me. You know, I like it. It's it's home, and I grew up here. The weather, yeah. The weather reminds me of back home. And of course, being yeah, Habasha, what's your favorite Habasha restaurant? Oh, I got, I got. Uh, I don't have a favorite, but I have specific. Okay. Specific restaurants have specific items. Yes. That, we would so, like those yeah, are you guys vegans yeah. or no? No. Uh, okay. Yeah, like meat. Okay. So. Or kitfo, the mm. raw tartar meat. Yeah, we go to muscle. Okay. For veggie combo, we go to awash. 
Okay. You guys know how yeah, much? We yeah, we went there. Yeah. If you guys want, like, you guys ever heard of, like, Courtney's? Nah. What is that? Courtney's, like, a combination of uh, three items that's, like, compiled together. Courtney's means, like, a ceiling. So it means mm. it's compiled up to... Okay. That, that's what it is. For that, you go to La Libana. Okay. I'm shooting, you know, I'm shouting out all these spots. Shout out to them. <laughs> I go there so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've been to Lali Bella and Awash. Uh, I think Neb mentioned Awash is amazing. So we're like, we went yeah. there, yeah. 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 Uh, you have any breakfast recommendations? Breakfast? Uh, you got uh You like you like full? Um, or Jet Jepsa? Jet Jepsa, I think we, it's, if you want to go there, you, uh, I think, mes- uh, not, not Meso, Mercado. Mm, Mercado okay. is kind of it's cool. Okay. But I like Ethiopian breakfast at home. Well, yeah. your yeah. mama makes it. It's like I know. fire. <laughs> <laughs> but we out here, no mess. Yeah, <laughs> but eggs and jajabsa, if you guys want like Ethiopian style eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, my mouth is getting water. I haven't eaten. At Mercado, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I realize breakfast is not popular here because in Atlanta, there's plenty of places oh, to I grab love Atlanta, bre- uh, some good for sure. Abisha food in general, but yeah. also breakfast. DMV, same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I was just kind of disappointed for the first time in August. Oh, okay. It was best time of my life. It was amazing. Oh, so you went there post COVID for your first yeah, time. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. I fell in love with it. Like. Yeah. Like what do you like cul- about it? The there? culture. The culture. The food. Um, I like the fact that it's like all black people. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is like this but is like LA, but black people, yeah, yeah. very friendly. <laughs> but I saw it as uh, like an opportunity. Yeah, I don't know how people party from Sunday to Sunday. I don't know what they do, yeah. scamming whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yo, this is a good spot to like open up a business. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. You know, that's one thing I noticed. Yeah, in Atlanta, first off, I moved there from Minnesota, okay, and so it was like. A, a lot of black people, yeah, first of yeah. all, which was great coming from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of hustlers. It's definitely, oh, definitely a hustle city. And even with the Abisha community, like there's, I've seen more Abisha businesses than anywhere else that I've lived right. in. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Atlanta it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I miss Atlanta. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see if I can move out there, to be honest with y'all. You know what's funny? We've yeah. seen, since we've moved here, we've been seeing a lot of Atlanta people move, move here. here and, then and they just feel like, you know, we asked them, you know, why'd you move here? And one of the things was like, they feel like a um, big fish in a small pond. And like here, you know, it's, it's, it was time for them to move, I guess, to a bigger city. Um, uh. I don't know, <laughs> uh. but you know, I think I would enjoy both. No cities. matter where you go, like every few years or every seven years or whatever, yeah. like you need a change. Yeah. So I've been here for the most part. That's why I'm like, yo, let right. me let me shake out of here and come back. Yeah. Reconnect, you know. So. So what are you, um, as far as music wise, what do you see in the future, and has it changed since the this pandemic or lockdown? Um, well, 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 the pandemic just froze a lot of things. But as far as like where I see myself, just just being independent because, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I'm at a point where like I get paid for my music because ownership, when you have ownership, like say I'm signed to a label, you know, I won't even see like from my streaming, I won't even see a, like a dime from it or a penny for, you know, rather. Uh, but 
just keep grinding it out independent you know uh one of my songs independently made a movie made it to a movie as a as a score oh, nice. yeah um it was like a couple years ago like a year and a half ago um uh, song called need that it made it made us uh, a movie called the florida project where even the movie was like nominated for an oscar which was nice. amazing because they just reached out to me on facebook randomly I was going to ask how, because that's one of the things we were aiming for when right. we first moved here right. is to go after more music, um, movie placements yeah. and sync licenses. I didn't even expect like it. That. I randomly woke up randomly. I don't <laughs> even go on Facebook. Something yeah. told me to go on Facebook and this producer just, um, just wrote me a messenger and said, yo, uh, we like the song. We like to put it on this movie, sign this contract. And I was like, what? Okay. How was it? Con like, so, do you feel like, um, were you satisfied with the agreement, I guess? No. Um, okay. I did it just uh, um, get For the, the exposure. Exposure. The they didn't pay me anything. I, I okay. never told anybody this, but I didn't get paid anything from it. That was okay. like two, not even $2. Not even like afterwards, like as no, far as royalties? No. Okay. Th that, that, to me, when I did that, I, I, it gave me a lot of exposure after yeah. Because the song kind of like, and a lot of self pleasure, right? Yeah. To me, I was like, yo, I t I went on, I watched the movie, and I saw my name, and I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, like it's possible, yeah, yeah. definitely. That right? That's kind of what actually inspired us to really become more of our own filmmakers. Not necessarily, you know, with casting and stuff like that, but even in our YouTube right um, way to where just to present things in the future exactly in more of a a film mm -hmm. kind of way because man we can go to the beach and do snorkeling for hours <laughs> yeah a movie is yeah an hour to two hours mm -hmm. basically so mm -hmm. those are films you know and that's kind of how we start to visualize wow yeah. you know what we do do some things instead of casting for a music video just basically yeah put an adventure to the music right yeah. right I guess I asked about if you were satisfied because some of the like when you when it comes to sync licensing and placements, mm -hmm. a lot of the I guess the ads or the posts that we've seen for it, it's um like they take most of it. It's like yeah, they, they yeah. might give you some up nothing, front, but I'll they, be honest you don't with really get, you know. I was in a desperate state. Like I did that song. Um, but you didn't lose anything. Right? I didn't yeah, lose anything. Like, I actually gained. That's what I'm won, saying. Yeah, so music is music. You know. We can keep creating it. And right. It's not, yeah. I could make another. Another. Yeah. Need, for need sure. That. It was a yeah. good thing. It was crazy. Like I did the song in the car, like the same way. I was driving, and then my my one of my friends kind of assisted me with that song. It wasn't even like that. Well, he gave me the melody, and I kind of ran ran with it. Right. I was driving. That's my creative process. I drive before I record. So I did the song, and then. I kind of put it on Instagram, and I seen how people reacted to it, and I was like, okay, this is special. And then uh, I gave it to one of my friends. He was connected uh, to to some YouTube channel that was, like, big. Uh, it's called Rap Nation. They had, like, two, three million subscribers, and I told him to put it on there. But I couldn't afford a video to do it because mm -hmm. cause the song is about a girl, a stripper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need yeah. that. So it was yeah. about her. So I was like, yo, I couldn't even afford anything. We put the song out. The song kind of like got immediately like 40,000 something plays. Yeah. Uh, and then we just shot the video like a year ago, a year later, which was two years, right? Mm -hmm. 
but when we did the song, I got approached by the producer. I think I think he might have caught it from there. And then uh, they gave me a contract. I just signed it. In fact, I, I gained I gained something from it. To be honest, instead Man. of I don't I don't look back and say like, oh yo, they finesse me. They oh no, me. even the self satisfaction uh, of seeing your 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 music and them actually movie. wanting it yeah. and using it is yeah. you know okay. it's, it was it's a you know it's gratitude right. So, but it's like it's not something that you would definitely want to get into that yeah like now and that's and it's not it's not even looking at it like you made a mistake or anything it's no, just understanding all. that okay music is not a problem creativity is not the problem mm-hmm. you create 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 and even with saying that like even where you're at right now in your career what do you feel like you're missing of course you know we have the billion dollar industry mm-hmm. for artists like i guess of course a loyal following what would you call a satisfied, loyal following for you? What do you mean? Say uh, a, a loyal following that when you put out a, some music, mm-hmm. you know they're definitely going to listen to it. When you put out a new T-shirt, mm-hmm. they're going to buy that T-shirt. Mm-hmm. When, you know, basically loyal fans. What is a satisfying or what 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 is, of course, we would want millions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about a number? You want a number? Right, if you had a number, um, well, not necessarily a specific number, but a satisfied, like I said, what's the max is there. Yeah. What would you consider, like, the scenario for any artist, for them to have a loyal following, whether it's 500 loyal followers, 1,000 loyal followers, 10,000 loyal followers? Um, I, I would say million. Right. You got to go high. No, I'm saying I know that's... You know, as far as the main goal for right. a lot of people, but oh, right, you talking about right now, right? As far as is yeah, the the to be happy with doing music, I don't have a specific number, but I can, but tell not you. be a super superstar at right. the same time. I don't have a specific number, but I want I want it to gradually grow. Yeah, like if it was two hundred, I want it to be three hundred next month. I want it to right. be four hundred next month. But I want it to never stop. I want it to incline. Oh, yeah. That's why I was saying it's, we know it's infinite. Right. But I guess even from where we – I know I don't – I only have so many followers myself mm-hmm. as far as or loyal fans. I have more street performance loyal fans than I do on social media or anything right, like that. Right, And that's kind of even how I've looked at it with streams and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have music online. I go out there. I promote that I have music online. Right. But – I guess to go back to the, the, the behavior of, of people, it's easier to get people to drop money in the bucket than it is to get them to press subscribe. On 100%. Yeah. 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 YouTube is sure. the hardest. It's, sure. it's extremely hard to get them to subscribe. And I know, think I think with YouTube, uh, you have to be able to... The YouTube game is just... Uh, I do YouTube, by the way. I do vlogs and stuff. Okay. I do like... Let them know your... YouTube. Yeah, Mikey Amari vlogs. I, I, I talk about finances and like, like how to get your money up and all that. So okay. Okay. how to fix your credit, blah, blah, blah. I talk about some finance stuff and I do some music stuff. The 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 way I grew my YouTube channel, I, I could tell y'all, I had another channel where I was like just doing some um, back home politics and mm-hmm. it just shot up in the blue. Uh, the way to grow on YouTube is just to be consistent. That's It's that simple. Yeah. So if, you, if you're an artist... Uh, most of the time what people do is post once every six months with a video 
or once every three months. That's not going to get you enough um, uh, audience for people to say, oh, I like him. And then So what's a good consistency, consistency number? Like, uh, I, I would say, like, uh, I, I would follow, like, you guys know Russ is, the, the white rapper. No. You guys don't know him? Okay. He just does, he just does, like, a weekly kind of songs, and that's the okay. way he blew up. So he does weekly videos. So if you can do every day, like say for example, you guys do the podcast, right? So um, you seen Joe Rogan? His mm-hmm. uploads yeah, are like consistent, yeah. yeah, for ten plus years straight. Yeah. So once once you can post um, videos every day with the right um, thumbnail, with the right tags, and then um, you know the SEO is gonna pick yeah. it up. The algorithm is gonna kick in. Then it's gonna be a snowball. That's that's you, how it works. Um, okay. So, w- when it comes to YouTube, right? Do you have um, any opinions on like keeping a niche channel versus like doing multiple things on a channel or splitting your, I guess, your videos into different channels? Right. That's what I so like. I've uh, yeah, I've done that. But we struggle, but you know, with the two, you know, like I'm always like, we might need to split things up so right. that you know. This audience might not be interested in this audience or if it helps the algorithm that way. Because I know with any of these platforms, you have to work with the algorithms. Right. Um, So do you have any opinions on, you know, which one you think works better? Um, Well, as far as podcasts, uh, you have to be able to post the whole thing and then post little clips to get people's attention right. yeah. within the same within the same channel or just different channel we got music so, on that channel we also oh no you can't mix so, music and so podcasts. this is okay so this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. thing american gypsy podcast um youtube so the podcast is one thing and we do post the videos of the podcast um see the youtube channel is not just for the podcast the podcast is one of the things you know that we're adding to it you know, so that yeah. they can have another platform where they can come get it. Yeah. Just in case they're not on Spotify or anything else. Um, but, you know, before that we were doing, you know, we do vlog videos. We do his music videos. Um, snorkeling. You know, we have like travel. Uh, snorkeling adventure, travel adventures. It's basically um, us. It's yeah. our channel. It's basically. like, yeah. So I like, so I kind of split it up into different playlists for people. Oh, no. So that, you know. <laughs> no, I th- I think if you want to do, like, YouTube, uh, the way I did it, and I've seen it, I've done it with multiple channels, and it worked for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a million subscribers, but I can tell you I, I reach monetization with my channels, and I kind of generate money from them. But yeah. what I do is I, uh, if it's, say, for example, you guys do podcasts, and you guys want to do vlog, like snorkeling or whatever, just have a separate channel and just... Crank them out, crank the videos out, yeah, and then it's gonna grow. But with podcasts, just keep it perfect. Like people want to see like an organized folder on YouTube, you know, when they come and then they see you, you know, for example. But it's a lot of podcasters that's that don't have YouTube as well. Is there? Well, that's the thing. Podcast, podcast is, is audio huge. only. It's it's actually no, but an people, audio only. Now, when Joe Rogan started doing video and like Ti and a couple other people. They, oh, there's plenty you know, of everybody like a lot of there's a lot of now people more jumping into YouTube right um, as their podcast platform. But podcast originally is it was an audio, audio for sure. Yeah. Uh, and there is a lot more. I guess when I was listening to podcasts a lot more, 
it was I appreciated that they were on like Spotify or like other places because when when you're watching YouTube you can't like when you're multitasking especially when you're listening to a three hour thing or a one hour thing you know you want to be able to like work or like wash the dishes or do multitask or like use your GPS when you're driving and things like that so I think I kind of appreciate, you know, I think a lot of podcasters do listen on an audio platform. Yeah, when you're driving, but when you're home, people would rather want to watch. Watch it, yeah. I think you have to simplify it for the fans. Yeah. It's always been that way. I do it just to not create friction, as Gary likes to say. Like, if you want to get it in whatever form, we'll have it for you in whatever form. So we'll do it, you know, videos. It's simple. You just got to simplify it for them. Just say, oh, here it is. Like uh, the like for Instagram, right? Scroll up so you can see the video. It's simpler than them clicking out, going to YouTube, searching it. Yeah. Or just put a link in my bio. They click the link, they watch it, and done. That's just how it works. When, once you, Our attention span right now is like yeah. shit, shit, shithole, like mess. So the moment you simplify it for, for an audience, trust me, they'll pay attention. And everybody pays attention. Yeah. yeah. You never know who's watching, so. Yeah, I think yeah, that's one of the things I do want to split up and have multiple channels for certain things because yeah. we do have a lot of variety of things on the channel. But I try to, like, when you first come in, break things up into mm-hmm. their little playlist. Like, for example, so if you look at, like, Complex, right? For example, that's a big channel. Yeah. They have variety of shows. Right. So uh, that's kind of like, how I took it. Right. Yeah. But they're big and like they're super huge. Right. So it doesn't matter. And it doesn't work right. with the algorithm right. when you do that. Right. Uh, so because the algorithm gets confused because you're doing, say, for example, you're doing um, finance and then you're doing vlogs. Yeah. And then you don't know which video is going to, yeah. you know, pick up. So I guess that's why even for our subscribers, we're trying to get them to where. That's what they expect when they come to the page to us mm-hmm. or to the to the um, right. yeah, the channel. Because some a lot of people well, I guess when when they see me out there, they probably expect them to go and see me playing my instrument. Mm-hmm. But whenever I'm playing my instrument and doing that type of stuff on like yeah. Instagram and YouTube, it's not really that much engagement. Mm. So I guess like trying so many things. Consistency may not have been long enough, of course, but also on another one of my channels, I got Carlos Miller and some other comedians. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different type of channel. Mm -hmm. We know why. That's why. But if I had any other videos on there, they would still just want to see that one thing. Of course. So, for us to manage multiple pages and stuff like that. And even just to, as the overall goal, that's kind of one of the, the continuous things we, we clashed with. Like, is that really what we want to focus on? Yeah. We'd like to get paid from YouTube, but do we want to have to create so many pages just to get that? Or do we, you know, even just, yeah, it's hard to to separate that sometimes for certain people, even because right. I mean, YouTube made a lot of millionaires. To keep it real, oh yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. The internet is like the greatest thing that ever happened. So, knowing that, I think 
it's a matter of just like um just dividing your time because i know when you have a bunch of, i have a bunch of channels and it's frustrating yeah, yeah i just yeah. i just write it down and i say okay do this at this time do this at this time post a vlog today do some music later on work out like i just divide my time i think yeah. if you um Time management is definitely right. Time important. management, that's the word. I have a brain fart. <laughs> yeah. And do you keep your channels like one subject or a couple of subjects? Yeah. To, um, well, well, when I started the YouTube channel, my vlog channel, I was just vlogging as uh, I wanted to document my fitness journey just mm -hmm. on a personal level. And yeah. I felt like when I first did it, it was like as an artist, I was like, yo, I'm exposing myself. I don't know for what reason. <laughs> I was like, yo, you know, and then. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. No, it's yeah. called uh, Okay. Um, and then uh, I just started reacting to songs. You know, reactions get the most views, by the way. Yeah. So I started reacting to songs. And one of the songs, some Asian Korean song I was reacting to just took off. And I was like, hmm, okay. And um, right after that, I was trying to find my niche. Mm. So it just ended up being like, whenever I start talking about like finance or money-wise which was like you know um right when i start getting money i start telling my my story of like yo you can do this and this and this and that and then people start paying attention and then i was like okay that's what i'm gonna do mm. and then by then by then i start getting monetized and then you know how long ago was this because i know youtube changes all the time yeah so uh when you got when you want to get monetized with there's a rule a four thousand hour yeah. Watch time and then thousand with a thousand subscribers. subscribers, right? Which is a two hundred forty thousand minutes. Yeah, okay. That's about forty fifty thousand views. Gotcha. On one video, so uh, I'm sorry. Were you asking? I was asking you like how, how long, long ago you got started with YouTube? Eight. Because I, uh, I know you, it's different when you're starting off YouTube now versus let's say ten years ago or. I started two thousand sixteen. Okay. I canceled the channel because I did, I wasn't bold enough to like put myself on camera mm. or like uh, <laughs> crazy. I don't know. I was shy. I was shy. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. And then um, 2018, I picked it up. And then I told you I was doing that gym stuff. Mm -hmm. I quit. And then I remember Thanksgiving of 2018. That was two years. March, two years right now. Okay. So I got monetized in November 2019. Oh, so it took about a I year. So to get a year monetization, and then it's been a year since I've been monetized. Okay, and it took you how long after you started your channel to get monetized? So from eighteen to eighteen November, okay. I didn't I didn't post anything. It was just there. Okay. So from November to November, a year. Okay. But I was working. I had a job. Yeah, yeah. So I was working and all that. So it was going on and off with the youtube but the minute i was like everyday posting and that it took off I, I did the watch 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 time in a thousand and i had to wait you have to wait like two weeks or three weeks okay for them to say oh you you in the partner program now you monetize you know but it should take less than like knowing what i know now it should take less than three months to get monetized because yeah. because you can advertise your your you guys know that right on AdSense. Google AdSense. Yeah, you can you can literally um, advertise your videos and then grow. It just takes money to to, to make money. Yeah, it's just. And that I, simple. I've been thinking yeah. about it's weird. I kind of thought about it yeah. today too. Because um, the same way, like Facebook out. ads is the same thing as like Instagram. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I we messed around with um, Instagram and Facebook ads mm-hmm. um, when he releases songs and things like right. that, or merch. Um, so that works to a certain extent, but we haven't tried it with YouTube. Yeah, yeah so. Google Ads. Uh, it gives you um, how many? Would you say that helps a lot? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Uh, dip, you have to you have to understand how the AdSense works because if you just say, "Oh, I'm gonna just dump eighty bucks." Or hundred bucks because it's not gonna narrow down to like what kind of people, right. what country. You have to like um if it's a podcast, you have to narrow it down to like people that listen to podcasts, so it just shoots to them mm-hmm. rather than like every other YouTube page, then it'll be okay. people that would would watch it but they wouldn't comment. So that the, the views would look kinda off. Mm. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But YouTube is a blessing. You could that's like a university. You can learn anything you want. You yeah. can make money from it. It's the best thing that ever happened, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's something that we're gonna start contributing to more and more right. and maybe think about. Cause yeah, I think one of the things that hurts our channel is like we have so many things. Cause initially I, don't I think did it hurt. It doesn't. No, it's just a matter well, of It hurts right. in the algorithm, the, not, you know, like the algorithm likes it a certain way. They like that niche channel that provides one thing, but we have like a lot of different things yeah. in one thing. And the main thing is just the thumbnail. The thumbnail got to be fire. Yeah. I, I put in some time yeah. thumbnails. And just the thumbnail got to be like, wow. <laughs> okay. What is that? Because you ever catch yourself just clicking some stupid video? Oh, yeah. And so then you're like, why did I watch it? Yeah, I, I put in some time <laughs> thumbnails, go to Canva and kind of design everything right, and right. make sure you add all the words so they know, you know, for all right. the lazy people like all of us. <laughs> um, so what do you think about or what's your view on the spiritual community out here? Uh, all right, I'll keep it real. Yeah, that's what I think we're here for. I think... Um, as far as everybody in LA, I think it's a trend. Yeah, people follow energy, it. It's fake. It's, it's very fake, you know, because uh, people hop on trends. Um, LA is a trendy spot. It's a trendy. Love. Like tomorrow, if it's like, oh, no more cows, people become no more cows or vegan, plant based or whatever, you know. Like, um, what's that thing? What's that thing you burn? The little plant. Uh, sage. Sage. Mm. Yeah. Like people pick it up because, I don't know. I, I think. I'm not trying to judge anybody, you know what I mean? But I see it most of the time where people pick up trends and then they want to make it seem like that was their lifestyle like three years ago. And I'm like, you were that you were a completely different person. <laughs> but then again, I can't judge them because they probably are fully, right. they probably yeah, fully they picked it up and just start. Li- yeah. But people switch back up when it's like another trend happens. They're like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's what it is. I saw yeah. a feel about it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, and that's, you know, that's why we asked, just to get people's view on even, like I said, we I've studied human behavior down right. there right. in the skid row area almost, basically, because, man, you'd be surprised how homeless people get around out here. You may see them in downtown L.A., then you go to Venice, you'll see them in Venice, and then, you know, it's just like, okay, I see y'all, you don't just sit in one place. Right, I mean... Yeah. Stop. Okay, but uh, but yeah, it's they don't sit in one place. You got these are people like that came to be somebody. Most of them. Yeah. 
you know, and that's and a sad that's part. A, that yeah, that's a hard reality. That. Yeah. So you look at that, and then you say, "Damn, okay." Man, I've had people come up to me and say some of the weirdest things, just you know. And it's even talking about the industry, but it's just random because right. people have gotten used to me being there. Right. So they might see me there one day and might come back through when they somewhere else in their brain and just start talking. Right. So I, you just got to be a strong like person. Like you said, it's, pe- it's people out here that they came here to be something. Yeah. And it seemed like they just trapped into yeah. in, in, in a whole nother world. They, yeah. they trapped in a trauma yeah. almost. That's why I don't even smoke weed, man. Like, to me, it's like, yo, I'm not yeah. touching any of it. Like, <laughs> I'm good. I seen them all, bro. Like, I seen them. I seen people crumble in front of me. That they come here and just, and then it's like, oh, I'm going back. Or they go crazy and then they're like, yo, their mama call them and they go back. So I was like. So what's the, like, the dating like in L.A.? Because I know that's one of the things that we hear about a lot in terms of, like, it's hard out here. It is. It is hard. I mean, I mean, um, everybody's clicky for one. Mm. So, say like, well, well, I I only dated, you know, Habesha girls or whatever. So uh-huh. everybody knows each other. So if I dated one girl, everybody's mm. friends. So it's like, all right, game over. Oh wow. Because they're like, oh okay, because it's a small community. Yeah. You yeah. know, even now it gets smaller because now. Instagram is like a community now. Everybody yeah. from each state know each other. But as far as like dating, um, you know, outside, you know, there's people around, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> I would just leave it there. <laughs> Get your back first. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so, what's some advice? Yeah, you would give to some people that's moving here from LA. Um, don't expect much. Uh, d- don't hang out with the wrong crowd. Um, focus, cause it's a very distracting city, you know. Uh, cause it's always events. Pre-COVID, it's always events. It's always stuff happening, but people use that excuse of like, "Oh, I'm going there to network," and then that becomes yeah. that becomes like you lie to yourself. You lie to your brain, saying like, "What are you doing partying?" And then they say, I'm going to network. So-and-so is there. So-and-so is going to be there. But they're going there to just chill. They're going there yeah. to drink. They're going there to smoke. True. But you lying to yourself. You're not even knowing you're lying to yourself. Yeah. So I would say, you know, just focus. You, not every party, not every networking party is <laughs> is uh, is going to change your life. Because those days are over. I feel like those days are over. Because you can change your life sitting at home in your computer making yeah. gazillion dollars. Yeah. We've seen it happen a thousand. If you move out here, focus. That's it. Like laser focus. Work out. Just eat right. Don't be going to them like bum ass parties. Like that shit don't make sense to be honest with you. So without saying too much, what's one of the craziest things you've seen out here at a at a party or a gathering? Um. Well, as far as drugs, that's drug, about it. Yeah, like yeah. coke and just you know, um, just girls. Uh, people like women getting lied to, saying like I know so and so, I know so and so, and then just <laughs> they're like okay, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll connect you. I'll change your life. I'm a photographer. Blah blah blah. I'm connected to this person. Oh, yeah. 
It's all fake. It's all fake. So there's well, there's real people too. Man. And it makes it hard for the real people. Man. I can say that. It Man. definitely makes it hard for the real people because, like me, I, it's, I can't take too many people serious Man. out there. Man. You know, I, I respect everybody right off, but my my energy level is not really going to mm-hmm. bounce through the roof. Somebody tell me, hey, I uh, directed this movie of such and such, or if I, I'm this artist, or I've sewn right for this person, or I work with this, or I produce. <laughs> okay. Nice to meet you. Yeah. That's you're <laughs> you an energy person. You can at. tell. You you yeah. can tell when someone is just like, what's the word? Capping. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, I could see it. Because you can talk to a person in five minutes, you can figure out who they are. And it's still with respect <laughs> because it's not like, you know, some people are who they are and right. some people not who they are. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of homeless people damn near come up and try to want to be somebody. Right. So you get them from the scale of I know he's homeless to I can't quite tell if he's not just super rich. Right. You know, because you have those out here. It makes it hard. There's people that lose money and just become homeless when you're right there. It's, it's but even just like the the rich, it's downtown L.A. You know they they got bags of money walking around. You know the rich of the rich, yeah. And they're not celebrities. They're just, you know, it's yeah. there. Marriott Hotel, Intercontinental Hotel, um, uh, Staples Center. It was in there. It's the best money, that at least the best entertainment, mm-hmm. and. When people travel here, that's where they go. Yeah. So you got both of those. Now, in Atlanta, yeah, you can go to a, a spot and you're going to see the celebrities. They there. Always. A lot of people, you know, you have a lot of fakeness, but you don't. It's nothing like here, though. Oh, yeah. Nothing. It's, what and that's is a, the difference? Because Atlanta is technically somewhat hollywood-ish it's right now it's turning to that it's turning to right right but you still have a lot more people with common sense that southern southern um hospitality yeah that's yeah and yeah i guess out here it's a lot of people just one-offs like it's not a right it's a collection of people that just moved here trying to use each other that's what you got that's how you got to look at it yeah true you know what i mean it's not just like you know um most people that that are here, they're young, and they came from somewhere, right? That were here. That w- <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, um, it's drugs that's you know ruining them. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. know it. Like, yeah, it's it's mainly drugs, homelessness, it's drugs. You know, um, but it's the best place to be homeless. It is, <laughs> you know, yeah. L.A. is the best place to be it's homeless. No snow, so, so you can just <laughs> yeah. sleep it off. And I mean, it gets cold too. Yeah, lately it's been cold. You know. Yeah. Um, and drugs, main issue. That's a whole nother rap. <laughs> that is a, I was like, you can go all the way across the U.S. Yeah. with that one too. Even just from how they're legalizing it in other places, just completely. Oh, the crystal the meth board. in like Oregon, Oregon. Yeah. yeah, it's Jesus. like when I just heard they legalized everything. I was like, wait, the last time I heard about that area, it's like they have a big like meth and um, 
said heroin problem yeah or some hard drugs yeah and my friend lives out there so i had a conversation with him he was mm-hmm. talking about it was it's already bad enough like they start yeah. doing this like what's gonna happen but it's probably it's to keep people from going to jail explain like that to me besides jail. that though besides to keep people if you're doing that to keep people from going to jail what the fuck are the other states doing yeah. That, <laughs> wow. Because it's well, it's how does that work? Problem. Right. <laughs> it's like that's because I'm like it's it's completely legal across. But and but why? Because we don't want to lock up people. For it's for like personal use, right? It's not like if you if you get caught with bricks. You no. It's mainly just so we don't <laughs> yes. we don't want to lock people up for like that. But then that's going to breed so many crackheads. Because knowing that it's legal. I don't know because it's, that's what they say about everything at the same time. And I know like Portugal has legalized everything for a few years now. It's been a a long time. I I mean. I don't know if that like. I don't, I'm trying to think about it, but I'm still. Even with alcohol, seeing like Europe. Like you could probably legally drink at a restaurant in some countries yeah. at twelve or that's 16 how we were growing up in Africa. Right. We can buy drinks. No one can right. tell you no. But, but this is the most restrictive place yet. It has a big drinking problem. So I don't know, like, because when you tell somebody don't do it, they'll do it. Yeah. If but you tell somebody so, stare, so I'm sure that's what they were having the problem. So if with it being illegal and they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're looking at it as how bad can it really get? It's already fucked up. I mean, they could reverse it and test it out, test it out, see what happens and reverse it. Right. So is it going to get better? I mean, I guess that's yeah, it's case. like that idea. Like when you, t- when you tell a kid, yo, don't touch that fire, he's going to touch it. But when you just, right. well, a kid won't understand. But I'm just saying like when something is accessible, you, you're, you don't care for it, to be honest. Yeah. What would you, what do you think created that problem in Oregon versus right? Because I was surprised when the I weather, heard about probably. it because I thought those drugs were gone. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like to hear that there are places that even I think New Hampshire has the same problem. Like there's drugs everywhere, but to that extent, I heard certain I places. Think, have. I think the main issue of people being on drugs is money. I personally. Speak like my what do you what do you mean when people are fucked up financially yeah Mm. you're gonna go to drugs you're just trying to escape reality yeah Mm. yeah that's my belief yeah yes because i i've seen it to that to hard drugs oh yeah oh yeah that's when they go to hard or they're in a lifestyle that they don't want like in a job that they don't want or but they don't have the money that they want it's so many ranges of it though not a lot of people could say you know uh some people just just do one job and live forever, not be unhappy and just drink yeah. and pass by. They work 30, 40 years and just live yeah. their life. But, you know, people like us, we can be like, yo, I'm not, I, I don't like this life. And <laughs> See, you would switch you, it. You can't work. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't do this shit. Like, you can't make me be here 30 years. Fuck that, yeah, you know. But that's how people escape reality, like drinking, smoking. So what about, like. Injecting whatever. Okay, so you you drink? <laughs> I drink occasionally. Okay, I I, so I just quit. It was my birthday about, two weeks ago, so I just drank like crazy and I quit. What about for people that don't do anything? 
I respect them. I feel like they're uh, they're more they're more tunnel vision to it because it's like you know they say drinking is like um, I'm not trying to be preachy. I drink, so I don't I don't want to yeah. sound like right, right, uh, right. Um, uh, you know, when you drink, it's just like you make dumb decisions. You like, you know, they say like you put evil spirits in you. That's what drinking is, right? Mm, and the spirits, spirits, evil spirits, huh? Spirits, because uh, you make like irrational, dumb decisions. Like, for example, like you just text somebody that you're not supposed to text. Impulse control goes away, right? And but you, you're you're super honest, but it's like yeah. that your internal feeling is gonna come out. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just. That's it's a good way to look at it. Right. And that's just always been interesting. Yeah. I drink too, but. I do too. I'm not going to lie to you. Right, right, right. I'm saying, but it's still, my relationship is probably different from your relationship. You probably drink different from how I do. Um, what so do you. Somebody else probably drink different. You drink clear? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm saying, I just actually, I've just started drinking more margaritas more. It's not right. like I've just been taking shots and diff- drinking more beer or Drinking this, it does it for the taste. I just been drinking so. margarita, right, right, right. and I've been realizing it's more for just the taste so of the yeah, margarita. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even just before that, it wasn't. I maybe drink a Corona every once in a while. It's never really to get drunk. It's not really. A drunk. I don't like the drunk feeling. <laughs> right, right. It's just kind of almost more like a, a certain ease, a certain relax mm-hmm. for a certain in, in a certain way. But I like. I'm the kind of person I like to be able to. Operate. I want to be able to get up yeah, and go. Yeah, exactly. I can smoke and chill. Yeah, I've been smoking for so long, so I know you know where I'm at with that. So, I'm the type of person. I'll be honest with you. Like, you could give me half this cup and I'm done. I get super wasted. <laughs> so that's that's why I like to level <laughs> yeah. myself. I like that. Like you know that zone when you drink when you sip. Yeah, I like that zone. After yeah. that, I'm a mess. So I don't want to go there. So, so like, yeah. do you? You feel like you can drink a little bit and write? Uh, I get no. I've I've never done that. I'll be honest with you. It shuts you down, or no? Like I feel like it worked, but I don't want to depend on alcohol, so I never done it. Oh yeah. Like I I That's used right. to be at a club, or or parties or whatever, and I, whenever I'm you know you have to be drinking. Whenever I'm drunk and I hear a song or a beat, I'm like I could kill this, or like I could do what he did. Way better. You're in a creative mm-hmm. state, everywhere. right? And I'm like, yo, like, I, yeah, I pay attention to like every instrument. I'm like, oh my god, this shit is amazing. But I don't want to be depending on like, I don't want to go home with like, or to my car rather, right? Just mm-hmm. bunch it's not of drinks, the same, yeah. And then just sip just to like fill it. That no, nah, I don't want. I don't want that. Yeah. So is the car like a meditation, almost like driving and stuff? Because I know I noticed that when I'm driving. Because you always say you write in the car right. and you record in the car, so it's like I know when I'm driving, I get this that my it's like my brain is at its most active, like right. imaginary wise. Like, so I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm the most creative when I drive. Mm-hmm. So when I'm driving, uh, I remember when I when I was in college, my professor, one of my professors, told me, turn off the music and drive, because mm-hmm. I used to be the loud blaster. Yeah, and then. Ever since I shut it off, I always drove with the music off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless I'm hearing a beat to write to, to to write. <laughs> That's it. Nothing. No radio, no Spotify, nothing. So I turn it off and I just drive. What happens with that is you get deep in your thought. Sometimes you drive yourself crazy and I'm like, yo, I don't know how I drove here from 
there to hear, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I get super creative and I just think of like bars or whatever. I just write and then I put on a beat just to listen. And then I just cruise by uh, for for inspiration, like Malibu and shit. And it's like, wow, okay. That's crazy. That's kind of the same for me. Yeah. Like I, most of the time, I'm driving the car. I'm driving quietly because I guess my brain is going. Yeah. Um. But then I do listen to his beats a lot. He has a bunch of beats, and that yeah. that is okay because it's like a background to my. It's like a soundtrack thoughts. to my thoughts. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Yeah, because when you listen to radio, it's like you know advertisements, and it's and like yo, other, it's a different vibration. Yeah, one eight hundred, like bro. Coming to Universal City, blah blah blah. You know, yeah. like shit. Like we don't know what I couldn't tell you a radio yeah. station out here right now. I to started listening to radio a long time ago. <laughs> I don't. I don't I just waste of time. Waste Such of a time. new age of listening to stuff. Yeah. Spotify has been quite the monopoly. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turn the radio off. Just you know, listen to your own thoughts. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would highly recommend that. That's why we've started releasing beat um, projects and stuff like right. calling them soundtracks to um, the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. to where we use the the tracks, you know, on the video. Right. So. Soundtrack to YouTube. You guys, you guys That's are why we you guys together. are woke. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> that's woke. Yeah, <laughs> I like Appreciate that. It. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's using all the beats, man. Just using them. That's yeah. what's up. That's what's up. We need to, you know, uh, collaborate one of these days, man. Oh yeah, I man, might definitely, need beats. Man. You know, yeah, we yeah, actually I'm been talking about doing like um, more setting up like a some kind of a showcase or. A, a writing session or something okay. on the podcast, like okay. on a weekly or bi-weekly Oh, that would be amazing. Kind of like a live recording. Yeah. yeah. Like even, you know, engineer somebody recording and, yeah. you know, something new, something outside the box. Could be like multiple people right yeah. into one. Um, yeah. I'm, we're I'm still kind of trying to work it out. I was out, telling yeah. Nebdo, yeah, um, about storytelling. Because mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm more into. To, so it's more like getting some artists you tell your story on this bar. You tell your story on this bar, okay. and just kind of, yeah, doing some music. And it's more like it still go as the soundtrack to yeah. American Gypsy. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Let's get it done. Right, because the music ain't no problem. And right, the lab is here. So yeah, and it's just pulling together. Yeah, one by one. Right, networking. You right. kind of use this as a networking platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, unity. It's important. Oh yeah, yeah. Unity, yeah. And it's working, man. We we enjoying the platform. All of this is a new vibe. I love it. Sponsored by Downtown LA, so you know, it's kind of focused at Downtown LA in LA. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's why we ask a lot of LA questions as right. well and stuff like that. So. That and we're new, and whenever how we long come you guys been here? Like, a year, three well, years, three years, three years. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's Angelinos now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've seen enough. Yeah. We left yeah. this place pretty quick. You pick up. Yeah. You pick up fast, you know. It's yeah. a fast city. Yeah. 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 And the street performing is that's been my number one networking place. So yeah. I've met a lot of people. Down where where there. do you do it at? Right at Seventh and Fig. Seventh and Fig. Where the target is. Right oh, down here. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. 
there's a lot of vendors out there now. That's by uh, all the taxis. Yep. yep. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. H and M and like yeah, yeah. a lot of stores is there. Yeah. Zara, yes. all that. You know what that is. Yeah, that's so where the taxi I'm at. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, actually yeah, know yeah, most yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we can walk through that down through there and everybody knows. It's it's inside the plaza where it, No, I was right there on the street. Outside oh, right the on the street. Right down the street. Um, yeah. There's a lot of vendors and you know, where the hotel yeah, Intercontinental Inter- is like yeah, yeah close right, to that. Right, right, right. I remember. Once upon a time, it was just me, but um, now it's a, a few people. Of, it's, 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 just, no, it's just me. Yeah, it's a bunch of vendors out there now. Yeah. How is it like? Um, do, uh, do I mean I don't want to ask a personal question, but like, do people pay? Oh yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, okay, just, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm good at what Sorry. I do. Okay, you know, so I bring my vibe. I play songs that I like to play. I have you know a lineup that I play. It's not like I'm trying to put on a show. I right. go out there and practice in public right you know be in my own zone that's your that's your gym yeah yeah so it sets a whole vibe wow you know one for tourists they're coming out and it's like oh it looks a little sketchy or (laughs) then you get this vibe right you know and this black guy playing his cello with his money out and he's like okay maybe i don't have to hold my wallet so tight Mm mm-hmm you know, <laughs> a lot of homeless people, but I yeah, guess yeah, uh, yeah. if he got this bucket out here and nobody's grabbing it, then, you know. You know what's crazy? This is one area I don't come often. A lot of people here. don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't. We We're don't. actually noticing yeah. that even people who that grew up here, like, well, one thing I noticed, people stay in their neighborhoods out here. Right. So people in Pasadena are definitely not going to West L.A. that much right. or, you know, moving around. And so they have the old perspective of whatever that part of town was mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in whatever, 10 right. years ago. Right. And L.A. has changed a lot from what I heard Definitely, in the yeah. videos that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we notice a lot of people don't come here because they think it's just Skid Row and whatever. No, I not, don't know what Not even that. It's, it's just too, like, for, for one, there's no parking. Yeah. yeah. You know, two, it's, like, super... Like, what are we gonna do there? It's like there's like one or two bar. Like if you go out, whatever mm-hmm. you know. Even the restaurants right. are like, there's better restaurants on yeah. the other side, like Santa Monica, Beverly Hills. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I just never thought of like coming here. So when I come to downtown, I'm like, wow, this feels like New York in a way. You know, when you're a small New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Now even the buildings are like it was it used to be like small, like well, not four, but like a few, yeah. and now it's a whole lot. I've even yeah. noticed yeah. when I was driving Uber, like a lot of people, I was dropping a lot of people off to clubs in downtown because mm-hmm. I guess they open really late. Mm-hmm. The most, yeah. yeah. So how have you stuff. seen LA change in the time that you've been here? Because I, I know it has changed a lot. I don't know, like around what time, when it happened, but. Um, um, I think like around 09, 2010. Okay, it's pretty recent. Yeah, they start developing downtown. Like, they start making, like, new buildings. Mm. Back then, it was just mostly parking lots. Mm. And then, you know, that's when, like, um, the parking game was, like, lit. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> nice. people used to make money off parking. Yeah. And uh, they start, you know, generating all these, like, high-rise towers with, like, apartments. And you start seeing them, like, five years now, like, you start seeing them in every, like, each part of the city. 
rent is so expensive here, you know. Yeah. You know, even the new apartments now, it's like 3500 like, for one bedroom student. I'm like, bro, like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. They're so trying to drive people out. For people trying to move to L.A., which there's always people trying to move to L.A., like, what are some neighborhoods you recommend to, like, start off? Palms, West L.A., where I grew up. <laughs> West LA. Okay. I think that was like the hidden uh, gem, okay. but now people start figuring it out, and then people start moving. A lot of people start moving there, so rent is kind of uh, okay. Okay, but I'm like I, I would think West LA is a little bit no more now now it's up like yeah. but it's still okay in other places. Yeah, right now the cheapest where you can go is Koreatown because there's no parking lot. Yeah. There's no parking. Yeah. You have to, like, drive. I did a lot of research oh before coming God. here, and that was actually one of the places I thought about mm-hmm. moving because I'm like, okay, their rent is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. and But I did notice a lot of complaints about parking. There's yeah. no parking. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we got lucky. That or Inglewood is growing right now, like, tremendously because they finished the stadium. Mm. And then Clippers is going to do the the forum. They're going to redo okay. the forum. Oh. I think they're going to build another stadium. So it's like booming, but it's kind of early, but it's kind of late at the same time. But it's kind of okay. early, yeah. So where would you advise people not to move to? Um, <laughs> You know, the, the usual, like, uh, I would stay away from downtown because... Not no disrespect. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. We, about, like, yeah, yeah. Because you guys are like, I, I know where they at as far yeah. as in certain places where I'm you, about you, you might pay thirty five hundred yeah. and you come out of your apartment, somebody might be taking the shit outside your <laughs> right. apartment. I'm talking you know, about like, no, we not spring seven. Yeah, I don't like that deep. part of downtown. Yeah. Yeah. It it's just like looks hold. like New York. Oh, like no. it's very dirty and like industrial Deep. and mm. old buildings right. and not even sketchy. just to like. Take your water up. It's like, how are you going to do it? Yeah. Mm. Take your groceries up. It's like you par- you got to pay $300 for parking every month uh. when you live in those like high rises. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's separate. Um, that, I would say, um, well, Pasadena's far but expensive. What? Is yeah. it? Okay. But it's, it depends on where you're coming from. So Atlanta... Atlanta's it take you out. about 40 minutes to get anywhere in Atlanta. Yeah, I was at Stone yeah. Mountain. So for us, <laughs> twenty yeah. minute, a 20-minute ride, 30-minute ride. Oh, you guys don't mind? Oh, you it guys don't mind? Oh. No, we drive like 20 minutes to go to Costco. See, that's one bank. thing I realized. Like, um, I was in Houston when I'm in Texas or whatever. They say, oh, the spot is 40 minutes. And I'm like, what? That's like to us, that's like Riverside. Yeah, you know what I mean, Pomona, yeah. and I'm like, yo, we can't be driving. That's all the what way I'm out there. noticing. But that's about the only here. thing in our mindset that changes it. That it's just the name of the place. Mm. You know, it makes it far for certain people. But with us, it's like that's still in Georgia. That's like just you know, yeah. that's from from uh, Marietta to Stone Mountain. That's gonna be forty minutes. Oh my god! Yeah. But in DMV, yeah. if you drive forty minutes, you might be in another state. Definitely. So yeah. like we realize all the way from different Alexandria. cities. <laughs> People are Baltimore. Baltimore, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah, you'd be in another state. Yeah, over here it's like forty minutes out. Up north, when you hit forty minutes, you in like Calabasas. Yeah. So there's nothing there except rich people, whatever. But when you drive east, you in Pomona. So that's to us, that's like super far. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like when we drive south, it's Long Beach. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For us, I guess we got used to a lot of different places, so right. it 
you know, like we said, we'll drive to Burbank for, um, actually when we first moved here, I was going to places in different towns or cities just so I can get to know the different areas. Yeah. It's good to know. It's good to know. But once you, I would expect a big city like this. I really, I would think people like are used to driving to different, you know, are you, are you, well, Burbank is not that far. It's here. like 20 minutes. So that's the, the best thing, thing about living downtown. If you don't know, it's like everything is the same distance away. Not the beach. Not Santa Monica. You guys are further out. N- oh, yeah. We can yeah. get there in I'm 25 in, right minutes. Right now I'm in mid city. Like right. West LA area, right? Mid city. I'm the closest to everything. No, see, this is how f- I don't get how people think being in West L.A. Is, or mid-city would be close to everything. Like, downtown technically is, like, equal distance to, like, the east side. Even going to Santa Monica is, like, 25 minutes without traffic, yeah. obviously. And then Burbank is 20 minutes. And then going, say, El Monte or whatever would be another 20 our, minutes. Our on. end is downtown. That's how we look at it. When we're mid-city, we're like, I okay, noticed downtown. that. <laughs> like, people <laughs> actually. We don't stretch further out. No, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I noticed here, downtown yeah. is actually, like, West LA or mid-city. Right. And then everything else We're is looking at there. it from, like, Santa Monica to downtown. If you're in mid-city, Beverly Hills is, like, close. I'm, like, drawing it out. Beverly Hills is close. Yeah. Uh, Inglewood is close. Inglewood is, like, super close. Downtown and I guess, yeah, Santa people, Monica. I can see people would think, yeah, downtown is the end because nobody's trying to go east. No, that's it. East LA is <laughs> like, so. t- 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 shout it's out another. to people. I have friends in East LA, no disrespect, but, you know, it's nothing. It's a whole nother. Car- I mean, Carson, <laughs> people go to Carson a lot, but. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. So it's an even drive almost, um, at least time-wise. I feel like traffic is There's always one on Los out. Filos, the Costco's on Los Filos that might be a little closer. That's in uh, Echo Park? Uh, Close to it. It was, it was it's more Glendale. Glendale. Yeah, they're all Glendale. Close to yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't say people. Yeah, really that's one thing. It's, it's just super bougie. Okay. Yeah. Costco is 20 minutes anyway. What about the Valley? The Valley. I uh, know some people recommend it's cheaper. For, it's cheaper yeah. for rent wise, but um, if you can handle the heat and like handle the drive, because the four or five is disgusting. Yeah, that's oh what my I god, the five and the four or five is the most disgusting freeway, especially yeah. like peak hours, mm. rush hours. So, say you live in LA and then you, um, I mean, you work in LA, live in the valley, it's like expect four hours out of your day each day yeah. to go commute back. So that money you save gets taken away with gas money Definitely. frustration time lost all of that yeah. stuff so i know a lot of people recommend um the valley to save money but the valley but if you work in the valley yeah there's still people that uber yeah. every day uber and live to work yeah, every that. day that's crazy but they still stuck in traffic, <laughs> <Still> yeah. in traffic. <laughs> right but that's what i'm saying yeah. the money that they spend in an uber Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people with money in LA. One thing you got to realize, you, you can never tell because they look regular, but mm-hmm. people, you know, it's a rich city. They got a survival bag. Right. Yeah. And that's why we love it. That's why we're here. You got at least had 10 million in LA County. It's 10 million now? There, it was, like, at least before oh. COVID. But they said a lot of people I it was moved eight. out. Uh-huh. Right, I need to ask now to mm. see. But yeah, when you used to ask, I used to ask Google mm-hmm. how many people in LA County. 
L.A. County. Okay, that includes L.A. County. Okay, I think I went to L.A. County. Yeah, L.A. County is still Long Beach. Um, yeah, it's still included, right? Carson. Yeah. And, um, Pomona is L.A. County, I think. Really? Oh yeah, I guess. No, no, no. It's Inland Empire. No, is it? Probably Ontario. No, Ontario is it? Not L.A. County. Yeah, that I think that's Norwalk. All that added. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a pretty big area. It's complicated. L.A. is huge, but it's just we focus on the main. I've noticed, yeah, yeah what people it. consider L.A. is that. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. The main, the main part. Mid-City, yeah. Culver City, Santa Monica, downtown. Yeah, West L.A. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So what all places have you traveled in the U.S.? I've and been almost. Outside of the U.S. I've been almost everywhere. Uh, except for. Except for, like, Seattle. Mm. And besides that, I've been. I've been traveling, like I've been to Texas, I've oh. been to... What are some of your favorite spots? My favorite spot? I love Atlanta. Favorite I fell cities. in love with Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Something about it. I just fell in love with it. Um, but New York is dope. Uh, Texas is dope. I've been everywhere. What part of Texas? Uh, I like Houston. I like Dallas too, but Dallas is like super huge. It's yeah. Everything's spread apart. But I, me and my friends did a road trip from L.A. to Chicago one time and back. Okay. And oh, that wow. was that was like one of the best times of my life. What what cities did, y'all, did you guys stop? We went through Phoenix, Albuquerque, Oklahoma City, St. Louis, Chicago, Kansas City, Denver, Las Vegas, back to L.A. So nice. it was just like. Yeah, I like traveling. I always wanted to, even before I moved to California, I always mm. thought about like renting like an RV or something, doing a, oh, like yeah. a West Coast thing, because it's the most interesting piece of America. I yeah. feel like, you know. If you got you guys from the South, like you guys like driving, I think you have to experience like the U.S. Yeah. driving wise, because you you'll you'll notice Cause I grew up in LA, so I'm so mm-hmm. used to like some buildings and stuff. Yeah. So I started driving. Like when we get to like the mid America, you're like, damn, this shit is fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like Africa, like for real. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> it's really boring. Because like, what I they show up- us on TV is completely different. Yeah. You go to Oklahoma, it's like, my goodness, y'all live here? Yes. I grew up in Minnesota, and yeah. we used to drive like to Canada uh, through Fargo and stuff, and it's all just cornfields, and it's it's pretty boring basically. Yeah. I feel like all the interesting stuff is on this side of oh, the yeah. map, like Colorado, Nevada. Arizona, like I want to get into all of that. We just went to Joshua Tree. Oh, nice! This weekend, oh, yeah, I um, like it. I yeah. loved it. That man. was really good. As we we got to go up back in the area. I was Nature, like, oh, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> every coastal city is amazing. Like Miami yeah. is incredible. New York yeah. is dope. Like yeah. Seattle, LA, whatever. But besides that, the middle part, like I don't know, Idaho, Wyoming. I'm like, yo, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, yeah. I know it's tax free, but it's like. Yeah. You know. What about like international travel? You international. Um, well, I've been like most of Europe. I've been uh, back home. I was what, back home what last parts, year. Uh, I mean, which European countries? I've been to London, uh, Italy, Austria. Ooh, Austria. I yeah. still got to hit up Austria. Yeah, it was dope. Where? Prague or? Pra- uh, Vienna. 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 I shot a video there. I was there Prague, for two days. Prague is Czech Republic, Prague is Czech Republic <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Frankfurt. 
I've been to Munich. I've been to Russia, Moscow. Oh, okay. How is that like? <laughs> Cold. Cold. <laughs> what about was it like a culture shock or anything like that? Nah, it, it just, just felt like it just it just felt like old like Europe feels like old America. It just have the same, yeah. but just the culture is different. The way people talk to you, mm-hmm. their tone is um, their tone is very like aggressive. So you're like, who who the fuck are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like German is like that. Like people were, I didn't feel like yeah. people were very welcoming yeah. in Germany. Like I had to go to Frankfurt a lot passing through. Yeah, and it's like. When you're asking people for directions or anything like that, they right. just get really frustrated. They're like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. Um, I went to Turkey as well. Turkey was amazing. Ooh, I always wanted to go to Turkey. They're, they're hu- I like hookah. Yeah. So, hu- their hookah was like fire. <laughs> what cities in Turkey would you recommend? I went to Antalya. I went to Istanbul. Okay. Antalya felt like, uh, weather-wise, it felt like back home, like Addis Ababa to me. Mm. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And they got great food. Yeah. I'm like, wow, everything's organic. Like, even the, like... You know when you get That's fruits here, like. I'm like, yo, orange got. I've been to Greece as well. Sorry, but yeah, when okay. you open the orange, there's no fucking um, seeds here. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm so, like, what? What happened? Yes, they so took seeds out of everything. Grapes modified. Oh. No, I, get, I, I right. even go to Whole Foods and get a nine organic, and it's like very hard to find the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was That's in why Turkey, stop buying watermelon. Yeah, there's yeah. there's an organic one that they sell in a pack a little. Pack it off of uh, in at uh, Whole Foods. Mm. But it says organic seeds. A little bit, like tiny, small black but seeds. Yeah. The definition of organic has changed now. Definitely, so. they're lying. Yeah. yeah. But when sure. I was there, like each fruit had, um, even the bananas had them. You know those? Yes, because banana has seeds, has seeds and they yeah. took that out too. And I was like, wow. I didn't learn that until that. late in life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're gonna have to do a, like a segment of that of the things you learned late in life. Yeah. The what's they're called. Boro, Boro banana. Mm. Dr. Sebi, you know, pay attention. <laughs> For <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> so what part of Greece you said Greece? Athens. We love like Greece. I was young when I was there. Okay. Like um, I was there for like two weeks or something. But I was like very, I still remember, I have pictures and everything. Athens was nice. dope. I seen, uh, you know, all the, cause, you know, Turkey, uh, but I have the same like, uh, infrastructure, infrastructure okay. of of like like the Greek Empire. I think that's why I like traveling for the most oh, part. Amazing. It's like the architecture. America's so boring. Yeah, and yeah. then it's very know, modern. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I'm not with the modern yeah. shit. It's just a bunch of boxes with. Well, I'm you know. with it, but you know, I'm I'm with <laughs> well, the old shit no, too. Like, okay, I would like my apartment to have modern architecture, but like when it comes to like. I don't know. It's just really boring yeah. out here. Even the houses, they're like the same looking boxes or whatever. But well, not in L.A., but yeah. other parts have, of America. Have you have you been to Egypt? No. Okay. That's that one that's one place like go. when you guys see the pyramid, you're like, wow. Oh uh, man, I, I can't know, wait because yeah. we're into archaeology and all that stuff like, too. Oh, man. So we got yeah. a lot of research to do. So in it just Egypt. doesn't make sense. You're like, what the fuck? Like how? It's big, right? Yeah. And a couple of places I felt that way. Like when I go travel somewhere, I read everything about Mm -hmm. it. I'll Mm -hmm. figure out where I need to go, all the roads, everything. And there's a few places where I've seen pictures, but when I go there, it's like there's no way to like get that feeling from a picture. Like I was like stunned. Yeah, right, right. uh, Even like in Italy, like the Duomos and like the. You were in Rome? So I I started out, so I did a whole um, 
East um, Western Europe uh, backpacking trip. So oh, I wow. got like a train ticket that will let you go to like you pick five countries and you can go unlimited um, train rides and all, you know, Okay. best way to travel uh, in Europe because they're all pretty close to each other. And so I started in, I went from Switzerland to um, Milan. Mm-hmm. And then there I have family, so I stayed for a couple of days and then took the train to Venice for one day, like spent the whole day there in mm-hmm. Florence and then went back to Milano because I have a place to stay there with family. And then the next day we would go off to Rome and wow. we spent two days there. And then um, from there we went far south to Bari, and that was a little weird because they've never seen. Okay, wait, we went to <laughs> Naples as well, okay. which is a popular spot. But be careful because that place looks. They're racist. N- well, OK, <laughs> so they have a lot of black African. They have a lot of Africans there. Um, but it's just like it looks really sketchy if you're not like in the resorts in the um, we oh. were like in the city. No, it makes and sense. It's very dirty, rough. City That's when and uh, scary. The refugees. When they take the boat and yeah. go up, they go to South Italy. Yeah, and so, it's mm, it's yeah. pretty crazy. And but I heard like the resorts and stuff, they're nice, but pickpocketing is very big oh, there. Sure. Like you see it right yeah. in front of you. Yeah. And then went to Bari even further south and took um, a ship, a cruise ship to Greece. Wow. To Athens. Well, you can't really take a ship to Athens because it's not on the coast. But they got this crazy train ride after you. Um, oh, you did get it into all. the port. Yeah, it was wow. like a straight. And then, act, you know, we told the the after spending some time in Athens, me and my sister, she lives in London actually. So we met up in London and then did. Um, yeah, London is dope. Yeah, yeah. And basically, we told the agent to pick us like two Greek islands, and you know, book us like a you know the trip there and like uh, the hotel, mm. and they picked. Naxos and Santorini. Santorini, I I didn't know about Santorini until I went there. You've been there. Wow, that's the next place I want to see. We got married in Santorini. Wow, years later, like how many years later? That's with the the blue and white with the ocean. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) So I went there in 2006 accidentally, and I actually stayed on like the on on the other side where it's not like. So it looks one way on one side, mm-hmm. but on the other side where the beach is, it's volcanic area. Is so it? it's the beaches have black sand. And, you know, oh people don't really care yeah. for black sand, but yeah. it's really, it feels good. And it's, it's, it's unique. But we stayed on that side of town where it kind of looks more deserty and the beaches are black sandy beach. Right. But um, I ran into some people and they told me about Santorini. You have to go to Ia. Uh, and we took a bus there. And it was amazing. It was like perfect sunset. It was a lot of people migrating to one spot to see the sunset because it has the best sunset. Wow. But I only had two days then, but I fell in love with the place. So like how many, like 16 years later when it was time to get married, you know, we picked Santorini. So we got to go back and then we did honeymoon in Milos Island, which is better. Where is that? Milos is is further south from Santorini. Probably it's a six or eight hour boat ride yeah, from Santorini. No? no, it, it was like four long. to six hours. Then I would say, yeah, because eight better hours views than okay. So 
you know, there's a with Greek islands, there's an island for everything. Mm-hmm. So you want to party, go to uh, Mykonos mm-hmm. and Eos. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do like the luxury, like, um, like chilling out, then do Santorini. Santorini yeah. Like there's a lot of, you know, they've been taken in tourists for a long time and right. even seeing the change in that, in that span of time where I went right. for first and second time, it, it's changed a lot. So they cater if, you know, if you want to get married, there's a lot of things there. Uh, everything is set up. It's like a factory and it doesn't cost that much. Um, if you want, but Milo's is if you want adventure. So mm. it has like 45 or more beaches there. And each one is super unique, like wow. super unique. You'll go to a beach. It, the whole thing is just white. Like it has, it looks like you're on a moon crater basically. Wow. But we have all of this on the YouTube channel. I need channel. to research this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but basically we did uh, yeah. a bunch of videos on these. Um, and then, so Milos is where the locals, where the Greek people go to vacation. So, and it's like more organized and just um, even like, like the restaurants and everything. How is have the better food? Customer I want to know. Great. Food is amazing. I know. Yeah. You sure. can literally yeah. pick a hole in the wall that has $2 euros. Oh, yeah. Freaking amazing. Yeah. We had yeah. to keep going back. <laughs> yeah. Like sure. the food, the when you talk in organic and sauce. just everything tasting good. That, that's they, one they got thing. It down. Yeah, that's one thing I hate about here is yeah. the food is that you gotta be picky. I'm yeah. very disappointed with LA with the food aspect. Uh, it's it's overpriced, and they when they slap organic on it, it's like overpriced and whatever. But even like the quality, like I Wh- feel which, like certain which, which states areas have. Do you she cooked good, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> yeah, she cooked no, good. No, but like, you, got hands, you huh? know, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's different cities. Like, okay, I would recommend, like, Atlanta and Philly, they got good food. Like, quality of food. No matter if you're going for Thai or, like, American or, like, pizza or burger. You know, it's like oh, some cities like DMV. I would say I'm very disappointed in that what? entire DMV. I mean, no, okay, not with Abisha food, uh, but with everything uh, else. Abisha food, they, we no, kill no, them. no, no. Like Abisha food, y'all got it down in DMV. But like, have you been to Nando's? Have you yeah. heard Nando's? Yeah, yeah. In DC, yeah. I tried it for the first time. Yeah, Nando's is straight. Oh, it's good. But it's was like that that was getting a, a good ass burger. It's like peri peri right? chicken, yeah. Peri Peri, yeah. yeah. You yeah. like Nando's, yeah. What I'm saying, in South Africa, too? Yeah. Like, is that it's, the same restaurant? Yeah, That's the yeah. one. I couldn't think of the name of it, though. Yeah, it's but, good yeah. in South Africa, I saw Africa it, and too. I was like, yo, I'm getting that. I remember uh, yeah. September. I was in September. I was in D.C. It was pretty pleasing. It was It was. It was, oof, yeah. it was good. But just, like, the variety and, like, no, quality yeah. of food. It's just some places they You got to understand, don't. there's good food in L.A. You just got to pick the right spots. Like, depending on, like, what kind of food you want, if you want like a good Italian pasta or like pizza, yeah. there's a lot of spots. So, rec- okay, so for my birthday, we wanted to find a good Italian food. And uh, I don't eat Italian a lot because I'm on a keto. I try to keep the carbs okay. down. Okay. But like for my birthday, I was like, we're going out um, to Italian. And I couldn't, like I, I looked up buca because I'm used to it in Minnesota. But here oh, no. it tastes terrible. No, that shit is, um, that shit is like, um, like... <laughs> American version, you know, when they American, yeah. I, Chipotle is not Mexican. 
It's I Americanized. know, but like yeah. in Minnesota, the buka is amazing. Nah, it's very like, there's there's low key spots. I, I can so, I could give you a few. Like, um, well, the ones I like, I'll tell you. Um, uh, there's a spot called Da Pascal. Mm, it's okay. in Beverly Hills. It's on Santa Monica. Okay. Very like it's not even expensive. Okay. Um, like they have, I I like bolognese. Mm. Like so, it's like eighteen bucks, sixteen bucks. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. That or like there's uh another spot called um by Santa Monica. You know that Ocean Park area. Mm, yeah, yeah. Over there, it's called for two. It's like I think it's Al Forno or Two Forno. <laughs> That place it's like is I feel fire. like I went there with somebody or tried to go What's there. What's the name? Al Forno. Uh, Al Forno. Okay. Just like I'll lock it in. Yeah, that 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 they have uh, right next to it. There's another spot called Vito. Okay. Very Italian people. They, they're actually Italian, so they make good good fire food. Okay. I would see. We haven't eaten in Santa Monica as much. So yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nah, there's trust me. Santa LA Monica. got food. You okay. just gotta dig. Like if you go to I like, I will say like. So the suburbs have better food with some things like Indian. The best Indian food that I found is like way off somewhere, like either in Rodondo nah. Beach. No, nah, right, right here. <laughs> uh, Mr. Masala? No, oh. um, I'm actually going there. I just thought about it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Um, Indian clay oven. Uh, Kapoor. Kapoor what? Akbar. You know about the stuff. I oh, mean, I never heard of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now, I'm a foodie, so yeah. I, I just okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm picky. Like I, I, I rather yes. eat like some good shit than like go to yeah, the subway go or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, is this what, what's what's the other Medici? Where's the other uh, one? Medici? Medici? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what street. Yeah, it's that's on. right. Medici's on the Bixel. other side, right? It's, it's yeah. literally on Bixel. Yeah, it's on okay. Bixel. I couldn't find this, the name last one. It's literally right there. It's called Kapoor, oh. K-A-P-O-O-R. Okay. I'm it's fire. It's fire. It out yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we love yeah. Indian food. You like Indian? You mm -hmm. like spicy? Okay. Yeah. So they're um, chicken uh, masala. Mm -hmm. yeah. It tastes like Dorowat. What? A staff, <laughs> I was like, yo, this shit's good. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. do, it is similar to Avisha food. Yeah. Though. Like, they just like have different. Food. Yeah. She, I do. I, I get not, yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, not with no the rice. rice. No, no rice. Same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. We have a shot. I ain't got to do that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I need the rice. Let me get the rice on here, man. We're not used to rice. Yeah, no, not with the rice. Baptized in rice. They went to Brazil. They, oh, rice <laughs> yeah. Give me some rice. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, what about good. Thai food? Thai food, uh, there's one I grew up with, so I just go there. Mm. Um, it's called Natalie, Natalie Thai. Okay. Is that like on the west side? I think on the west side of LA. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people love that place. Okay. Um, I just grew up on it. It's good, but, you know, quality wise. It's good too. I mean, it's it's fair. What about Korean barbecue, since I'm not you're from LA. That. Okay, you're not. I'm not that. heavy on that. Like okay. I had it one time, to be honest with you. Yeah, same here. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I think I had it one time, but soul food. Soul, there's plenty. Honey kettle, Culver honey City. Kettle. Okay. okay, honey kettle. Honey kettle. Okay, that's impressive. So it's like name. fried chicken. <laughs> uh, that's soul, right? I'm sorry. Well, yeah. With like collard greens and mac and cheese. Yeah. Dressing. Yeah. So, yeah. Honey's yeah. kettle. Honey's kettle. Okay. It was actually, um, have you guys, uh, there's a song out, Pharrell's, Pharrell's video, the news video, Entrepreneur, with Jay-Z. Did yeah. I finish that video? They were showing yeah. like every business. Yeah. That was part of, um, okay. Honey's kettle was part one of them. Okay. 
Gotcha. Yeah. I was actually rated like number two or three best in LA fried chicken wise. Have to check that so out. what you think about that song, Entrepreneur? That's good. Yeah. I like it's catchy. Black man, black man. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot about it. Yeah. It's I crazy know. <laughs> how music just, man, the phase goes. Yeah. Because they didn't even throw it in your face like you would expect for them to. After mm. I think about it. Right. Well, you don't. It was a subtle, like, because all the things that were happening, right? Like with yeah. the whole George Floyd. But they still didn't. Fuck Donald Trump is still more alive than that song. Oh, yeah. And that's the most ratchetest. I haven't really heard that song. It was. It was. I haven't heard the lyrics, just the hook mostly. Oh. I haven't heard, you know, the, the whole song. Yeah. He said, uh, all the homies in the hood want to fight you. Like, it was It was some ratchet, but it's, yeah. it's hard. It's, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So what would, if you would, if you can collaborate with anyone, give me. You know, um, no limits. Um, Kanye won the weekend too. Um, um, Little B, three. I just like it. Little, Little B. B. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Bay Area artist. Yeah, not, uh, gotcha. Bass God. Shout out to Bass God. Um, um, Kanye would like on the production side, or you yeah, want both. to collaborate? Okay. Yeah, just both. You know, just just his his view on music is. I've never seen it like that in, in anybody, you know. Um, Jay-Z, of course. Young Jeezy. Mm-hmm. I like Southern artists. Um, I think I picked that up. Like, it has a su- Southern vibe to Right, right, music. right. Because I like, I like, you know, I like ghetto shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I can think of right now, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, Hove, Kanye, Weekend. You know. Uh, Drake, of course. Damn, how did I forget? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I just named big names, but, you know. Yeah. I like to collaborate hey, I with said, him, too. I said no <laughs> limits, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course. I, I trust I know what you mean right off. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, like, some of these artists? Familiar with, with any? Everybody. All of them. Yeah. Right, that's like me. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna do a segment one day where we're gonna go through and talk about the artists, yeah. just like even just from yeah, bro. I, I grew up on hip hop. Like all I did was um, when I was in school, all I did was just go watch videos and pay it's attention to I like directors, all that. I didn't. I wasn't that same. That's how I was studying. <laughs> I, I, I meet so many artists, like and it's like, man, what the fuck? Why am I so? You know, why is my approach on music so much different? Uh. To me, I just I just ate this up, and I, when I was in high school, and like yeah, I wasn't I into you know I'm not a musician, but yeah. I was all about music right. and all of that. Right. Like I would spend hours listening before I go to bed. Same. You know, during the Napster days, unfortunately, we used to argue about. We used to argue about like. <laughs> oh yeah, like you seen this video? You haven't seen this video? Or what's So-and-so your favorite it. track on on the song? And you yeah. argue like, no, clearly number whatever is the best. It's or, always you know. number two seven. <laughs> the best songs. <laughs> yeah. Look at every album. It's really? two seven thirteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seven is always Never seven is always hard. Yeah. One of the best. Okay. That's like sequencing comes when you do you do your album. You put the best songs. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta come like number one, you so introduce it. Two, you come hard. Like we could look at any album, like top of my head, like Get Richard Die Trying, right? 
Mm. Second album is second song is what the Shit. the quarter flips da, 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 yeah. da, da, and then he's like what up cause what night I love you can't top it what's um like besides your own album which right. I know you can listen to from right. front to back right what's another album of someone else that they've released a project that you could enjoy from beginning to end i like i, I really like i enjoyed uh neb's album actually that he put out oh yeah i wanted uh i wanted a feature but he sent me some songs we just couldn't couldn't i don't know somehow i got like caught up i was doing some other stuff but i really enjoyed his album like yeah. what's your favorite really, songs uh the um, the all of that one uh, do say okay. do say what you say that was how i was like yo that should be your <laughs> single right now yeah. you know yeah yeah I know we've been in here about yeah. two oh. hours, and I know we said we <laughs> talked about food. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for I'm everybody. I'm the Yelp guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm right? I'm the human Yelp. Um, they always like yeah. that. <laughs> we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in to American Gypsy Podcast. we definitely like to thank our guests for coming through. And, I mean, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, all you, yours. you can find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, YouTube, all that, Mikey Amare, A-M-I-K-E-Y-A-M-A-R-E. Uh, you know, um, I got a new album coming up, and I just released a EP with my brother, uh, Bel Air. It's called Unstoppable. We just did a walk uh, video for Walk. It's a song from the album. Um, and Atlanta just came out. Just check it out. It's on YouTube, M-I-K-E-Y-A-M-A-R-E music. Five records, fresh off the boat. <laughs> And as always, you can find us at americangypsy.com. Um, you can find the podcast on all podcast platforms, Spotify, um, Google Cast, um, <clears throat> all the podcast platforms. <laughs> and you can also find uh, our vlog videos as well as the podcast on American Gypsy YouTube, Gypsy spelled G-Y-P-C. We also have consistent self-improvement merch at luamli.com. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. And again, consistent self-improvement every day in every way. I would like to thank the sponsors as well, um, people who have donated. Thank you very much. Yes, the people of downtown L.A. Um, who donated from online to real life when I'm street performing to family members Thank you, friends and family, to everyone who Anchor helped subscribers. support um, this whole journey. As thank we sign guys. out, thank you. Good night. Peace.